Hello everyone and welcome to the Western Sydney Business Podcast. My name is Thomas Mosca and this series is designed to interview people from around Western Sydney who are working to make it a city of the future. In this episode, I sit down with Michael Salvatis, who's a buyer's agent that's been in the industry for longer than I've been alive. We talk about the increasing demand coming out west and what he's seen from his clients. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Western Sydney Business Podcast. I'm joined by Michael Salvatis, who is a veteran buyer's agent in Sydney and probably one of the longest running. Is that right, Michael? Uh, pretty close. Um, been in the game for 30 years, Thomas. But yep. before we go there, look, I just wanted to thank you um, for this opportunity. And also, uh, Mosca Property Group, mate, I've, I've known you for many, many years. Mm. And uh, Liverpool Eagles, Mosque, uh, Thomas. And, oh, and thanks Thomas very Mosk. much. That's very kind of yeah. you. Thank you. I know over the years, mate. I was going to say, I, I, know, I know you were born in Liverpool. I know mm. you live and breathe in Liverpool, mm. family, etc. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, really interesting to talk to you later on about uh, Western Sydney and South Western yep. Sydney. So I think I think there's some really good opportunities. So Great. I think going, going back to your initial question, look, I've been in buyers agency for about six years. Mm-hmm. Real Property Buyers is a company that, that I incorporated back in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a lot of residential and commercial buying for clients. Um, and I've been in the property industry for about 30 years. Okay. Right. Majority of that was in valuations. So mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, um, I've done valuations for both banks and for private companies, um, varying from residential valuations, commercial valuations to specialised valuations, yeah. etc. So very, very long history in valuations. I used to work for HSBC Bank and and um, the CBA, mm. um, and. Before I joined the buyers agency game in 2014, I was with HSBC Bank for about years. So wow. I was I was responsible for their valuations, property risk, and property valuation functions. Yep. Um, and part of that was also dealing with mortgage and possession work, and also providing advice to receivers mm-hmm. on how to best sell assets to maximise. So um, yeah, look, I know a lot about property. All Definitely. different types. I know a lot about acceptable security. I know a lot about sort of uh, risk. Um, and I also, as I said, um, was actively involved in some of the bank's possession and receiver matters. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So you truly understand property from all aspects. And that's sort of what gives you that authority to act as a buyer's agent. Yeah. And look, look, I know property very, very well. I know lending well and I know property risk well. And I, I know enough. So what I don't know about property, I know who to talk to to get the answer. Understand? Yeah, I understand. Okay? And that's, I think, yeah, that's very important in, in the property game. You've got to do what you know and study your strengths. Mm. Um, and if you don't know things, that's okay as long as you uh, can get to the answers reasonably quickly. Absolutely, I completely agree with that. And I think one of the questions I wanted to ask you is what you know. Why do people use buyers agents? Why should people use buyers agents? And what sort of constitutes a good buyers agent? Yeah, very, very good question. Um, look, um, buyer's agency in Australia has been around for about 15 years, right? Okay. It's, it's, it's a reasonably unregulated type of industry. Mm. Um, it's around 15 years and um, basically 
the fundamental reason for, for people needing to use buyers agents is because, you know, selling agents represent vendors. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no one was representing buyers and their interests in the buying process. Yep. So it's, it's sort of trying to balance the playing field when it came down to uh, understanding the property negotiation, um, you know, transaction and providing a, a more balanced um, play field. Yeah, of course. So that, so that buyers were represented. Um, some of the reasons, look, look, it's a growing industry. Um, some of the reasons that people use buyers agents is because, look, they, they could be time poor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do a lot of work for, for time poor people who are, have uh, got stable jobs or stable businesses and they just don't have time to be running around to go yep. sourcing property, uh, to do the due diligence, to do the, um, the purchase price range, to do the negotiation. Yep. So the fundamentals are they'll be time poor or they'll just want specialised individual advice mm. or they'll want, they may not have the necessary contacts or networks to access properties. Yeah, so makes a lot, a lot of, of sense. There's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's happening off market at the moment mm-hmm. and there always will be. So if you're looking at your traditional websites, um, you know, domain or realestate.com or real yep. commercial, you're pretty much, you're only sourcing about 60% of the market in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, a lot of things happen off market. You're 100% correct. Yeah, and, and people also, look, when people come to us, they have a very clear vision of what they're looking for, mm-hmm. but they might be frustrated because they may not have the skill set the networks or the experience and confidence to go into that sourcing due diligence and negotiation You're process. Right, property is not everybody's game. No, it's not. And look, what we say to our clients, we say you focus on your business, you focus on, on um, your employment and let us do the running around for you. Mm. So fundamentally mm-hmm. what we do is we take the time out of the process, the stress, we understand the asset better. Yeah. We understand how to do the due diligence. And we also, I think very importantly, we put together a purchasing strategy, which can be very, very different depending on what the client's requirements are. Yep. All right. For example, I remember when we first met, we were dealing with a high net worth individual who was looking at a commercial office building in Liverpool, owns a fairly large brand name. But again, this is not his primary business. So use somebody like yourself to find an asset and then it comes down to the numbers. Exactly. And, and then, you know, in that situation there, um, basically, you know, um, basically we needed to get an understanding of, for instance, whether the rental was a market rental or not. Yeah. We needed to understand what the rate per square metre was going to be. Yeah. We needed, we needed to understand the tenancy mix. So if, for instance the anchor, as an example, uh, didn't extend their lease period, Hmm. you know, what sort of risk did that provide to us? And were we able to readily find another tenant to occupy that space in a reasonable time frame? Hmm. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we're very, very good. Look, through my valuation background and skills, uh, we go into a lot of due diligence and analysis compared to some of the other buyers agents out there. Yep. And the reason for that, some of the buyers agents out there uh, are effectively more sales people who have then become buyers agents. I understand. But we've yep. actually, yeah, we've actually come from a valuation and a property risk background. So I think yep. 
our, our level of due diligence and building trusted relationships is a little bit different. And of course, if I had somebody representing me and buying property, you want somebody like yourself to be doing that heavy thinking for you. So you want to be appointing somebody that actually has that knowledge. It's very, very smart, not just finding the property, right? Because you know, yeah. anybody can do that. That's part of my job is what I do is finding assets. But it takes someone like yourself who really, really knows them from that point of view to represent a buyer and making sure they're making the right decision. Yeah, and, and, and let me tell you, um, a lot of clients come to us because I advise them not to buy property mm. um, in or specific property, if I could clarify that. Yep. As an example, you need to be impartial to the transaction, mm -hmm. right? So what that means is you need to understand the property. You need to understand the benefits, um, the risks. You need to do a SWOT analysis. You need to do an absolute analysis, an independent analysis on the property. Yeah. And once you go through that process, if I'm not comfortable with a property, then I will say to my client, I think there's better buying opportunities out there. Mm -hmm. But if I do think there are ones that tick the boxes and the client has the appetite for that sort of property, then we move forward. Yeah, so, great. Being a good buyer's agent, you have to have those honest and transparent discussions. Mm. You have to put a rational argument together as to why you do or don't like it. And then it goes down to the sales evidence, the yield, the analysis, yep. Yep. the markets, the comparables. The metrics, yeah. Yep, very much so. Yeah, okay. And so we've ha been having a bit of a discussion, you know, with your clients, the interest picking up for Western Sydney. Now, you mentioned yes. that you've got a range of clients, uh, again, time poor people, maybe cash rich, looking for assets, that rest, Western Sydney is now on the radar. Can you maybe talk us through that? Yeah, look, I, I'd love to. I, I want to talk to you about that in relation to Parramatta, mm. probably as a first case in sure. point or as an example. Right. Um, look, Western Sydney uh, presents good buying opportunity, okay? Um, you could possibly argue that it's undervalued at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, the returns that come out of Western Sydney are generally better than what they would be in some, some other metro locations. That's fair. Right? Yeah. Um, I'll talk about Parramatta because we're actually doing some work in Parramatta at the moment. Okay. Now, my experience over 30 years is the minute that there's government levels all working in the same direction, mm -hmm. whether that be federal government, state, local, all trying to redevelop, making announcements, uh, redevelop their, their strategic targeted areas for population growth and mm -hmm. commercial growth. They're the key criteria in relation to any potential growth. Western Sydney and Southwestern Sydney are probably the most exciting parts of Sydney, I believe, at the moment. I couldn't agree with and you more. And they will continue to be that over the next five to 10 years. Yep. Um, and I'm going to give you an example. Let's, let's talk about Parramatta, mm -hmm. okay? So Parramatta is, um, you know, we're talking about a new stage one light rail that's going to open in 2023, okay? Tech Stadium is already, uh, or Bankwest, is mm -hmm. already out there and operational. You've got Parramatta Square that's well into the different stages of their yep. development, okay? You've got, the, you've got the government announcing that they're going to invest nearly $5 million on West Connects, on schools, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But it's not just roads, transport, et cetera. It's also social infrastructure. For instance, Westmead is going to be one of the first, um, one of the first sort of suburbs within that 
Parramatta region yep. that's going to get a vertical school. Okay. So the other thing that we see is that there's a lot of private investment that's happening in Parramatta. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, they're, and they're talking, the, the last readings I did was there was a nearly 232,000 square metres of office space that, that will be developed in private hands. And let me tell you, 75% of it is already complete, is already committed. Yeah. Right? It's huge, yeah. So Parramatta is huge yeah. as the CBD now. Yeah, so your majors are going in there. So whether they be medical companies, whether they be insurance companies, whether they be legal or accounting companies, mm. as I said, the, the minute your majors uh, or the university, the minute your majors pre-commit to these areas, there's, there's government announcement, there's infrastructure, um, Parramatta is at different stages, and we're also talking about you know, the museum the powerhouse museum that, that will be relocated to Parramatta in the next couple of years. Yep. So once you take roads, infrastructure, supply levels, population growth, um, you know, that gets people very, very excited. And Parramatta is a casing point as is Southwestern Sydney of an area that you should consider investing in. Definitely. Just based on the announcements and the completions, et cetera. I couldn't agree with you more. I think you summarized that beautifully, everything that's going on there. And I think as a Liverpool example, you know, when the Western Sydney University set up a campus there in that office building, that's when the Liverpool office market started to really take shape and everybody's got a site for commercial and all, all these tenants looking. So once those majors, you're right, commit there, then you can start to see it starts to um, gestate. But Liverpool's still a little bit behind Parramatta. We've still got a few, few more years to go there, but the principles are exactly the same. Oh, yeah. Look, and, and also, Thomas, like, you know, the most exciting part in southwestern Sydney at the moment will, will extend from Liverpool to uh, Badgerys Creek, where yeah. the new airport's going. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, there's a lot of, um, once again, proposals. There's a lot of planned government announcement and infrastructure. Yeah, okay? certainly. Um, as I said, um, I look at a couple suburbs. I look at Leppington and Edmondson Park. Yep. I remember going out there probably, and we, we met out there a few times. Yeah, we were looking at a, at a site in Leppington. That's right, yep. Yeah, that's right. Now, I remember going out there when, when you know, it was still sort of hobby farm or rural type land, mm. okay? There was then consolidation, amalgamation and redevelopment, right? The, the railway stations came in and mm. now the town centre is well under being planned and construction constructed. Yeah. Okay. So housing is population growth is very strong in that southwestern corridor. Definitely. Housing is still affordable. Okay. And I notice that the land sizes are getting pretty much as close to some of the stuff in the inner west. Mm. Okay. Which yep. is really interesting. Um, prices are strong. You know, you've got commercial investment. You've got Camden Valley Way that is changing, whether it be estates or commercial or yeah, yeah. sort of industrial type development. So to me, as I said, southwestern Sydney is definitely another area that over the next 10 years is going to grow significantly. Um, we see a lot of interest from um, speculative developers. Yeah, see a lot of interest from private developers and institutional developers and they're all waiting for the gazettal of this state environmental planning policy yeah. 
that will surround Badgerys Creek. Mm. Okay. And I think that once that gets um, gazetted, and I think they're expecting for that to happen mid this year, yeah, yeah. I, th I then think Correct. you'll find a high level of interest uh, at and around Badgerys Creek. Yeah, certainly. Uh, at least for me being on the ground and, and also speaking with developers and owners, there's a lot of that anticipation for this rezoning. And once there's more certainty, then that's really going to open up. And I, I think you'll see a lot more buying happening. There has been some, um, probably not as much as you think, but once that stuff gets cemented, that's when people are going to start flooding in, I believe. Yeah, and I, and I believe you were instrumental to one of the uh, the sales uh, last year. Yeah. Uh, there were a few. Uh, I think yeah. there's a sale that at least uh, one, $1, million, one hundred and fifty thousand for a, uh, yeah. a block of dirt. Yeah, that's correct. So we auctioned that um, and sold that to an automotive group along Elizabeth Drive. And that was, you know, I believe it was about 65% above the previous market sale. It was a 42-day settlement. So it really set set the tone there for that Badgerys Creek precinct. It was one of the, I would say, the only major sale sort of cracking that million-dollar an acre mark. Yep. Yep. And as I said, I, I remember that the sort of land there was selling at probably just under 700000 an acre. You're absolutely before, right. Before, before announcements and before sort of, uh, you know, the turning of the soil and stuff like yep. that. So as I said to you, like infrastructure, once again, southwestern Sydney, the infrastructure there, the population growth, the industry, mm. um, the, the new estates, the commercial industry, the industrial opportunities that are at and around the airport, around sort of the uh, Eritropolis and yep. some of the surrounding areas out of those, uh, I think the, the 10 precincts that they've identified mm. and are working through, they are going to turn west, southwestern Sydney into a very, very exciting investment area both for retail investors, homeowners, yep. industrial investors, uh, commercial occupiers, etc. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very excited. I'm obviously deeply entrenched in that precinct and those areas, so I'm seeing it happen uh, all the time. Are you seeing people using buyer's agents more in this point in time or do you think it's still something that's taking a bit of time to grow here in Australia? Uh, look, I, I think it's a growing industry, mm. um, um, but a lot of the buyer's agents out there um, a residential buyer's agents. Okay, yep. okay. So what you'll find is that, you know, and look, there are residential companies out there who, who play in the commercial space. Mm -hmm. But um, in my opinion, they probably don't have the necessary skill sets or, or analysis to be able to do it as, as thorough as what we yep. do it. So I think, and, and look, commercial properties also, as I said, look, it's, it's more complex. Mm. Um, it's, it's a longer process, um, et cetera. Um, so look, I, yeah, I definitely think there'll be a growth in the buyers agency space, but mm. I think it'll more it'll more relate to the residential buying mm. rather than the commercial buying. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, I don't do residential, so you're right. Commercial is very different. It's a whole different. You know, there are so many more levers that you need to pull and there's different aspects of a deal from zonings to rezonings to options to a whole range of, of these things. So you're, I think, yeah, some commercial buyers agents could be a pretty good thing for these people in the next, you know, yeah, yeah, quite, quite possible. Yeah, and I think, look, as long as that they understand that the commercial is complex, it takes okay. a high level of due diligence and analysis. Um, it, it's it's more a, a macro and a micro situation, mm. whereas residential is pretty much just a micro situation. Yeah, and and residential is much more an emotional purchase. One hundred percent. Yeah. 
yeah, we try and take away that emotion from the purchase. So we try and yep. make sure that we pay the right money and not overpay, which is yep. going to cause concerns in the future for clients. Mm-hmm. But with commercial, it really comes down to uh, the numbers being the numbers being the numbers. Yep. Right? Spot on. It's very, very clear. And let me tell you, you can, you know, and the evidence is pretty clear whether you're talking about um, a rate per acre yep. or whether you're talking about a rate per square metre or a yield, or whether you're talking about a rental estimate or passing rental or market rental, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Now, the evidence can be very, very clear, but the transaction can be a little bit more complicated. Of course. No, you're absolutely right. Michael, I think you've given us a great overview of buyer's agency talking about the, the things coming out to West. Is there anything else you want to leave us with in this podcast that we should know about real property buyers and um, you know Western Sydney from your point of view? I, I look, look, as I said, we're a growing business. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been doing it for about six years. I've got more buyers agents who have joined me and, and we're training and we're on the ground. Yep. Uh, geographically, Western Sydney is very, very important for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have good coverage across um, different parts of Sydney. Yep. Um, the other exciting part is obviously Northwestern Sydney is also an interesting area. Definitely. Around Bella Vista, et cetera. Yeah, lots happening there. Yeah, a lot there. We, you know, we, we cover work from the eastern suburbs to the south, to the inner west, to... Parramatta, Western Sydney. So we're we're pretty um we're pretty mobile, but the benefit is over thirty years, there's probably not too many geographical regions in Sydney that I haven't been involved in. Certainly, whether right. Whether it be from evaluation, consulting, or a property risk point of view. So I said I I'm pretty well versed across different markets and different locations. Yep. So I said um, but but in a nutshell, look look, that's that's pretty much as I said. If if you have you know, if, if there's people who are unsure, people who need representation, yep. people who just want to have a discussion or they, they, they're not sure about what number to pay for a certain property yeah, or certainly. they're not sure whether their budget will get them into a certain suburb, um, whether it be from the smallest residential transaction to the most complex commercial transaction, mm. we're pretty well skilled to cover most of those, most of those sort of... Um, requirements Tom. that's perfect well as you know if i have any uh buyers agency work i typically get in touch with yourself so i really really appreciate your time thank you for coming on the podcast and i look forward to having you in another episode maybe in a year touching base on what's what's happened in the business and where the appetite for western sydney is then so thanks very much michael lovely thanks thomas i look forward to, to working closely with you in the future thank you thanks you take care see ya bye-bye Thank you for tuning into that episode of the Western Sydney Business Podcast. You can find more about Michael's business at Real Property Buyers. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts to hear more episodes coming in the future.